0: I'm Jeff Hakim, founder of MCM Wealth. Welcome to our podcast today. We do these podcasts to advise families, business owners, and health professionals. Our approach is to build customized portfolios for each client while offering comprehensive financial planning services. Thank you for joining us today on this educational journey designed to protect your future.
1: Hello, and welcome to the MCM podcast. I'm Wendy McConnell. Today, we're going to be talking about the main thing, financial security. And we're going to be speaking with Kirk Lowry, portfolio strategist at MCM and managing member of Advisable Wealth Engines. Welcome, Kirk. We are glad to have you back again.
2: Hey, Wendy. It's always fun. So I'm ready to go.
1: All right. Let's get into it. So, We're talking about the main thing. So can you tell me, what's the main thing?
2: (laughs) Well, this term, which has actually become quite common, was actually uh, a phrase that Stephen Covey had written. And he said, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. (laughs) And so this has taken on a life of its own. I'm actually surprised how many different places you see about the main thing, but it's a really good reminder. And it's an odd way of saying it. So you find it memorable. And we look at all these issues that we deal with relative to a person's or family's wealth and their financial issues and all the things that they want to accomplish in their life and so on and so forth. And the main thing, it's financial security. And that's true whether you are getting by or whether you're super wealthy. The term security is an important one to talk about. There's different levels of security. So when you think about the person that's just getting by the security simply can be keeping themselves together with that, doing the best they can with what they have A wealthy family, they don't have the context of collectors at their door, let's say. But there is a matter of the security because the financial security is really a part of how they are defining themselves. And oftentimes that's not just for themselves, but it's also for their family. And what role does does wealth play? Is, Is wealth the main thing right, for them, which can cause a lot of distortions in relationships and other things? So, we want to think of that term security in, in a bit of a broader way today. But, it, you know, it really is the focus of everything that should go on when you're dealing with an advisor, a wealth advisor, financial planner, investment advisor, those types of consultants that you seek. It really should be, first and foremost, I want financial security. That's the main thing.
1: So, why is that the main thing then? That-
2: Well, when you have financial security in the context that we're defining it here, it really gives you freedom. Now, your needs may be very basic or they may be quite elaborate. But when you know that those needs and wants and aspirations are at hand and have a program to allow you to realize them, that's freedom. It allows you not to have to think about it. And we know when people are suffering from financial insecurity, in fact, a lot of their mental time is spent thinking about what? Their financial insecurity. Right. So just like anything, you know, if you take away the itch, then you're not thinking about it anymore. So that's an important part. There's a freeing of the mind to think about things. And i like to emphasize that because we are inundated with so much information, so many different assaults on our attention that if we can get rid of some of the things that drive us to distraction and start thinking about the things that are important to us, to me, that gives us a, a way to go. And the reason financial insecurity colors so many things is because it touches so many things in our life. It touches, how we live our day it touches what we can and can't do with our children it it touches how we shelter ourselves all of these things so it does go through every part of our life so it has that magnitude that if we can alleviate it then that's a lot of just mental and emotional overhead that we can push aside
1: so Not being distracted, that's one of the hardest parts in achieving financial security. Uh, What else do you think is the thing that makes it hard to achieve?
2: Well, there's an insidious part of financial security. And it's when financial security, as the main thing, becomes somewhat of an obsession. And I think that there's there's a bit of a fine line there because you want financial security to have the freedom to think, but you don't want it to become such an important part of your life that you get up in the morning and you focus on how much money you made in the market. And the fine line goes, not that that's necessarily bad, but if you cross over to being miserly, where it really goes against the things you want to be in your life, the things you want to accomplish in your life. And what ends up defining you is how much money you have. Then for me, admittedly, that's a value judgment. But for me, that becomes a distraction. It becomes a defining element of who you are. And I think for most people, they see themselves as a much more multi-dimensional person than necessarily how much they're worth. There are obviously we know of people that value themselves by how much they're worth, but most people really just want to allow their money. And through that, their security to let them be a player in the world that they live. And that's where we have to make sure that we keep the balance going forward with it. The other thing that I think about a lot in this way, And it's in this temptation, the other side of being miserly, is the cultural temptation of social media. You know, I'm not here to judge anyone who's on social media. I will make this observation, though, somewhat, in that people who get Christmas letters, you know, the family letters and things like that. long
1: letters, yes.
2: The long letters. You know, my observation when it comes to things financially related is that when you are deeply involved in social media, what you end up getting exposed to is what I call the perpetual Christmas letter. And what I mean by that is the Christmas letter, all of them that I've read at least, always talk about the great things that are happening in someone's life. And that's great, celebrated, no no question about it. But when that's all you see, then the risk is that's how you start defining what everybody else is doing and what happens to us. When we start comparing ourselves, we get insecure about who we are and what we do. And because so much of what we see in social media has this common thread of what people are doing and owning, that relates that insecurity which we may feel personally can creep into financial insecurity. And suddenly where we were comfortable with the person we are, the goalpost has been moved and now we're insecure. And we need to just attend to that. And that's why, you know, at MCM we focus a lot, not simply on the basics and the tactics of financial planning and wealth planning and all those things that go into that, with budgeting, but there's such an undercurrent of sort of the psychology of it all. And that's where we want to think about that. That's why, as I mentioned just a moment ago, Wendy, that financial security has a lot of meanings, mental, emotional, and financial. So these are the things we want to be aware of as we go forward.
1: I think it's interesting, uh, you were talking about comparison in social media, you know, it's always the highlight reel that we call it, that people, you know, that's what they post, just like the Christmas letter, like you were mentioning, and comparison is the death of joy.
2: Very so, good. Yeah, And and the death of joy being that the celebration of someone else's success becomes an arrow pointed at you about why you're not measuring up. Is that what right. you're referring
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like yeah. you said,
1: it, you can be perfectly fine. You have a great lifestyle. And then all of a sudden you're on social media and you're like, well, how come they have this kind of car and I don't?
2: <laughs> yes. It reminds me several years ago in Greenwich. I think I saw it in the New York Times or whatever, but it was sort of a funny article. And the great anxiety of all the parents who were dropping their children off at Greenwich Day School was that their SUV wasn't a Porsche Cayenne. <laughs> you know. So, okay, sure, you know, that's the way you go, but these are real things and it's not just about materialism. Obviously, that's an important undercurrent of it. But we just want to be grounded and balanced in our life. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out and enjoy the things and, you know, get the car you like or whatever else. But when those things become you, then that's where we want to focus on it. And that's where the financial security component comes into it, because that's where we start building. What does that mean for you and what should it mean for you?
1: Yeah. So what does financial security do for someone or a family that actually has it? What does that look like?
2: Well, as I mentioned, it frees the mind. And there are ample resources to do a lot of things. The great part of where we are, I think, and have been moving so uh, away from what we just talked about is people are really becoming aware of their values and how their fortune literally and figuratively can affect the world. And so, you know, I like to focus on that side of where wealth is. You know, there's a lot of incredibly wealthy people, billionaires that have committed the bulk of their wealth to just serving humankind and that's a wonderful thing we celebrate that right so when you have financial security you can start thinking about well where is the need in my world if my needs are taken care of because i am financially secure where else is there a need and can i affect that need with what i have so that's a thing that Begins to help define you as parents, it can help define your children and the values that they have As as Bob White, our partner, talks about you know, how people relate to money and starts allowing us to do that. The other thing is when you are financially insecure, that's like anxiety over and over again. You lie awake at night when you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about these things. I mean, most people have been there at some point in their life. I've been there. <laughs> and, you know, anxiety we all know is not just a mental state, but it is absolutely a physical state. Mm. And anxiety increases your inflammation in your body and it impedes your digestion system and increases your blood pressure. I mean, all of these things that go on with anxiety and, you know, anxiety uh, there's an industry around controlling anxiety and it's an important industry if I can call it that. Of helping people just to do the things we're talking about today but in a much more practical sense of it so allowing the freedom to have that reduced not to say that your worry list we talked about in the last podcast right having a worry list everybody has a worry list but you know what if you can knock off some things off your worry list that's a good thing and maybe the things that get added of the worry list are things that you can actually control and do something about anyway so you know those are the elements that we think about to consider what are my priorities, who do I want to be as a person, and how am I going to get there? And if my financial situation allows me to move along that path, that's a place of happiness and, to your point, joy.
1: Yes. So what is the most important part, then, in achieving financial security?
2: Well, the surface answer would say, I just need more income. I just need more wealth. And yes. That obviously helps. But I will tell you, there are a lot of wealthy people who feel that they are in need. Is it Elon Musk who is the world's wealthiest person? That sort of changes as these things go along. But yeah, well. <laughs> there, there's no doubt there is someone that's number one. And when they're in that number one position, you know they shouldn't have that. But if you're number two or three and you're still aspirational, you still got a problem. So <laughs> you know that's that that's a fringe no doubt of, of the wealthy people in, in our society. But, you know, really having income and wealth is important. But you know what is really the source of, of financial security? It's, it's having that uh, ability to focus, to not be distracted. When we know what the main thing is and we have a plan that gets us to our main thing, financial security, as we can define it within our resources, which means that somebody of modest income and modest wealth they can achieve financial security just in the same context we're talking about someone that has many millions of dollars when we have that financial security as it's defined for us and as our resources allow it's simply sticking to the plan not getting distracted not being influenced by things such as social media allowing ourselves to talk about where we're feeling personally insecure and how that might affect then how we start changing the rules of our financial security, moving the goalposts as we talked about it. That capacity to refocus when we have those threats to our persona, to our definition, to who we are, When we have ability to think that through and not be distracted, then we will achieve financial security as it's been defined.
1: Now, somebody who may have a little bit of a shopping problem, like (laughs) I have had from time to time, maybe I'm lacking a little bit of the financial security. I've been derailed. Trying to get on track, but then you know there's like this great new pickleball paddle I need, so you know that I go off the rails again. How do I get back on track?
2: Well, I like to think of these things as battles, and I struggle sometimes in using war analogies because you know war, war is horrible, (laughs) but the term battle is so easily understood by what that means, and you know battles are won not by Resources and weapons, but through planning. And we see this, for example, in the war in Ukraine. That war is going to be won or lost on logistics. In fact, I forget who was the general. I'm asking you, but I know, you know who, who was the general that said that that's really the case. That battles are won in logistics. Are you getting the food to the troops, Maria? getting the equipment and the fuel and the weapons and ammunition and all that stuff. Are you getting it to where it needs to be used? Right. The only way you do that is with planning. So when we think about this, all of the things we talk about begins and ends with planning It's sitting down and going through again, who am I? What do I have available? What's important to me? And we start putting that together in the plan. And of course that, key question I just mentioned in the main thing is what is important to me. And if we can get those important things taken care of, funded, as we say, then we're on that path. And so when we consider that planning is so important in defining our priorities and our resources to achieve that, then most people would say, if I can get number one and number two on my list, or maybe it's just number one and number five and six and seven on my priority list is maybe for some years to come. Hey, if I'm taking care of number one, I've achieved something. What often happens because of these distractions, these things, we end up focusing on number 12 and neglecting number one in, in our priorities. So that's important. When we have the planning, and we've achieved that level of financial security, we know what we can afford, and we know where the money's going to come from, then that can start shaping how we can be involved in other areas of our life. It might be, for example, the discipline of planning, the discipline of staying on track can help us in our career, and how we interact with our families and friends, the allocation of our time for those kinds of things where we end up in getting involved in volunteer work, having time for volunteer work because we're not getting distracted away from the main thing. All of those things can show themselves, but we have a plan and a plan is only as good as its execution and the plan is only effective when it's refined from learning. You go out into battle and you realize what you thought was the threat has now been super imposed by some other technology or whatever it is, some other weaponization, you got to deal with it. So what do you do? You refine, which is another word of planning. So that's what we do.
1: Okay. What are some of the pitfalls in the main thing being financial
2: security? Well, talked a little bit about it. It's that keeping balance, which is true in everything. (laughs) i suppose the main thing of the main thing is keeping balance in your life right so i guess i'm somewhat contradicting myself but at least in terms of our financial life let's say the main thing is financial security but balance is obviously very important it's just being self-aware and and bringing other people into our planning in our life obviously our our spouse maybe our children if they're adult children friends of course our financial advisor just talking about things keeping ourselves focused on this so we don't we don't get close to the line of either being you know um, miserly you know with our money where the amount of money becomes the main thing or where we just sort of lose that capacity of compassion and things that we really want to do with our money that's what we do so it requires communication financial plan we call them wealth plans are not to be set in the bookcase or in the, I'm showing myself my old school, you know, the folder on the computer that's never opened again. It's an active (laughs) process. (laughs) Yeah, it's an active process. It's like the sticky note on the mirror in the morning that just, we always have to remind us, you know, what it is that's important in our life. That's the discipline. And that discipline is important to do. If we don't have the discipline, the plan's not going to get done.
1: Got it. But plans are meant to be adjusted though. That that's the important thing is it's not something that you have to keep for the next five years. Something's not going well, you can take some time to adjust that.
2: We do. And you might get a bonus or a job or whatever it is or life changes where the kids are out of the house. I mean, all these things are there that can enhance our financial security, gives us more resources. You know, there might be something like positive and negative in our family, our interest. Pickleball is like such an amazing thing that's taking over (laughs) you know so many things so maybe that's what you do so we always want to just know know, let's let ourselves be ourselves but in the context of let's do it smartly got it
1: so what's the other half of achieving financial security kirk
2: well this is wendy part two (laughs) of, of this podcast and it's going to seem a bit counterintuitive but the other part of financial security is actually an outcome and it's a word i'm going to tease you and our audience with and it's called prosperity and again it's one of these words that immediately brings to it a definition just like security does and so we're going to talk about next is what does prosperity mean And why is that important? And why is that connected or an outcome of financial security? And those two parts, let's say those two halves of the question of what will make me achieve what I want, that's what we're going to talk about. So that's my tease for you. How's that?
1: (laughs) Ooh, stay tuned. There's more to come. (laughs) There is. There is. Thank you, Kirk, for joining us today. We appreciate it. It is always good to see you.
2: And hear me for those who aren't seeing me.
1: Yes. And (laughs) thank you for listening today. Please like follow and share this podcast. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell.
0: This is Jeff Hakeem again. Thank you for listening to this episode of our MCM Wealth podcast. Please click the follow button to be notified of new episodes as they become available. Also, please visit our website at www.mcmwealth.com or call me on my direct line at 415-299-6574 so you and I can have an initial discussion. We look forward to learning about you.